Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Luna Lover the podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. I'm your host Jordana Levine and in today's episode we're going to be exploring Aquarius season. Aquarius season officially kicks off on the 21st of January and will run until the 19th of February. Now it's huge Aquarius energy to kick off this season. We've got the sun moving into Aquarius from Capricorn and hours later Pluto follows suit and they're both going to be sitting at the critical zero degree point of the sun. Aquarius energy supports the desire to be yourself and do things in a way that feels true and right for you. There is a ton of innovative energy that circulates during this season. But when you throw Pluto in and the fact that Pluto is changing sides alongside the sun, it's a significant rebirth that you have at your disposal. What does that look like for you? For me, it's going to be chopping off all my hair. (laughs) I've got a haircut on the 23rd. Seems quite fitting for Aquarius season. For you, it might be some inventive brainstorming or simply dancing to the beat of your own drum. This is a new cycle for Pluto. We've spoken about it in countless episodes, although it doesn't settle in Aquarius officially until November. So... I don't know, I feel like this little tango between the Sun and Pluto both shifting together is significant for Aquarius season. As far as Aquarius seasons go, this will be a very, very, very Aquarius one. (laughs) Let me tell you a little bit about the sign of Aquarius because it's one of the more elusive of the signs, in my opinion anyway. I'll start out with the basics. It's often misinterpreted, yeah? A bit like Aquarius itself. Most people think Aquarius is a water sign. It makes sense. Aqua is in the name, but it's not. It's an air sign. The name is very deceiving and the glyph that represents Aquarius also equally deceiving. It looks like little waves of water, but they're actually mental currents of higher consciousness because, you know, air sign. Others kind of interpret it as water pouring from the water bearer's jug. Aquarius is the sign of the water bearer. Again, confusing. But the significance of that is sort of like the water pouring from the jug to cleanse and start anew. Which I kind of like, but look, I just think the water thing 
confusing. One of my favorite astrologers, Stephen Forrest, has a very different explanation for what those little squiggles are. He refers to them as two serpents. I like his theory. Let me tell you about it. I'm pretty sure I spoke about this last Aquarius season, but I really like it. So hopefully it resonates with you guys. He describes them as two serpents and goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Know it? Yeah. Eve took the apple from the serpent, you know, from the tree of knowledge. And then Eve was banished from the garden, thus setting into motion the history of the world. However, in requiring that knowledge, Eve did something else. In that single rebellious act, very Aquarius, FYI, Eve created a quality far more precious than inclusion, safety, or wisdom. Eve, that clever gal, gave birth to human freedom. The aim of Aquarius energy is individuation and freedom, which is maybe why Aquarius people seem so unattainable. They're too busy standing out from the crowd and avoiding being smothered. They want to be individuals, do what they want, when they want, and no one's going to tell them otherwise. But these rebels in their highest vibration are not destructive. In fact, they're quite the opposite. They're focused on the future, on innovation, and an absolute loyalty to truth. You have to be in order to not conform, to not succumb to peer pressure, socialization, or the hopping on of a bandwagon. And this is where the truth bit comes in. To do that, to stand alone, you must be able to say what you see, regardless of the consequences. You must stand firm, even when your freedom is challenged, a la Eve in that garden. This is Aquarius, and perhaps why they can come across as a little cold. Too much emotion sways that moral stand. Just because Aquarius is all about individuation, though, doesn't mean they're loners, although they can be, but we'll talk about that. In fact, Aquarius is very closely linked to bringing groups and communities together. The only thing is they have to be an individual within the group. They don't like answering to authority, so they're usually the leaders of the group. The point of community for Aquarius is commonality and like-mindedness. You know, everything happens through the mind. If they can work towards a common cause and a socially aware cause, even better. Aquarius, much like its air counterparts, Gemini and Libra, is brainy AF, processing everything through the mind. They are very, very, very clever. I would say Aquarius is probably the cleverest of the air signs. One of the Aquarius archetypes is actually the genius. Another one I quite like is the scientist, but I tend to say the mad scientist because they're a little bit zany, a little bit quirky. Um, genius, though, doesn't always mean super intellectual. What it's about is this ability to think freshly to be ahead of everyone else's thought processes and to view old problems in new ways. To think in ways that we haven't been taught to think and to be brave enough to challenge 
the ways in which we've thought before, yeah, to be an individual. The objective for Aquarius, after all, is to evolve. And this evolution happens through originality and the ability to step confidently into the future, unburdened by others' opinions or limitations. Aquarians are also the revolutionaries, yeah, like changing the world kind of revolutionary, but also just like revolutionizing everything by being at the forefront of trends and movements and resurgences of any kind. They're quirky, eccentric and inventive, and they really don't give a shit what you think about them. (laughs) Sometimes Aquarius can swing too much one way trying to stand out from the crowd with their single focus on freedom or the common cause and in doing that they can alienate themselves in the process and this is when they start to appear cold and detached some might even say dissociative they still love you yeah they're just trying to change the world for you which perhaps is one of the greatest signs of love I'm not sure but in doing so they have the ability to shut off from emotion and pleasantries just to like get the job done so if you're an Aquarius like listening to this and you're like oh yeah yeah I do do that (laughs) maybe just something to keep in mind you can change the world and still be around people and love people and show emotion yeah we're not going to hold it against you um all right so What do we take from all of this as the sun enters Aquarius? Well, like I said, on the first day of its transit, the sun will conjunct Pluto. Actually, fun fact, it's conjuncting Pluto before it moves into Aquarius too. They're both in Capricorn and then they both shift into Aquarius. I'm loving the timing of it. Um, This is called a Pluto Kazemi. So we're getting two Pluto Kazemis, one in Capricorn and then one in Aquarius. What does this mean? Well, a Pluto Kazemi is all about energetic shifts and radical transformations. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, keep your eye on the news on January 21st and in the days that follow. I don't know what it will be about, but I wouldn't be surprised if something radical happened. Uh, Could be good. Could be good. But also let's personalize this a little too. Pay close attention to major shifts in your personal life. And this is going to look different for everyone, but a good indicator might be looking at where zero degrees, (laughs) zero degrees Aquarius falls in your natal chart. The house that it falls in might give you some intel into the terrain of life. This energy shift and transformation will take place. If you have a personal planet at zero degree... What is wrong with me today? (laughs) I'm going to keep this in and not edit it. Just so you know how real I am, how Aquarius I am. If you have a personal planet at zero degrees, Aquarius, Leo, Taurus or Scorpio, you're really going to feel the impact of this shift. Yeah, big day for you. Remember I told you in the Capricorn New Moon episode to do the work around Pluto. This is why. Yeah, this is why freedom, individuation, evolution and change. These things are there for the taking if we work with the energy this season and the energy is sweeping through with that Pluto Kazemi. Set yourself up now because Pluto in Aquarius is going to be the new norm until 2043, right? (laughs) So settle in, folks. 
with the sun here in Aquarius for the next month, not till 2043, just for the next month, embrace the Aquarius, the Aquarius spirit and freely fly your freak flag. Say that fast a few times. And by that, I mean, discover what makes you an individual and stand proudly in the truth of that. Instead of fitting in with the crowd, celebrate what makes you stand out from it. Aquarius energy teaches us that sometimes when we feel like we don't fit in, it's not because we don't belong or there's anything wrong with us or we are at fault. It's because of everyone else. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. That's not true. It's simply because it's not the right group or community or people for us, right? Nothing more, nothing less. Aquarius doesn't try and fit in. Aquarius knows exactly who they are embraces their identity and goes on a quest to find like-minded individuals who allow them to express their uniqueness. I am what I am. If you like me, fab. If you don't, well, that's really sad for you, right? (laughs) That's the Aquarius mantra, really. Let's talk about some ways we can work with Aquarius energy this Aquarius season. Aquarius is an air sign, so show your cerebral centers some love. Attend a philosophy course, take part in a group meditation, read a new book, study something. Aquarius is very much about science and maths and technology, so perhaps, I don't know, do a coding course, invent an app, use your brain, basically is what I'm saying. Get active and speak out. There's a lot to speak out about at the moment. Have your say, sign the petition, take part in a march, organize a fundraiser, and also be active in your own life. Yeah, advocate for yourself. Start making small changes at home and be the message that you wish to preach. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Aquarius is very much about the collective and the community. So perhaps there is a group gathering or a community class you'd like to sign up to. Perhaps there's something you can do to volunteer for your community, or perhaps it's just about creating a community of your own. Um, That community can be online, but I'd prefer it was in person. But look, no judgment. And Aquarius very much is about social media. So, you know, if you want to create friends on Instagram, I won't hold it against you. Um, And then last but not least, take a moment to celebrate what makes you you. Like I said, Aquarius is so in its highest vibration, in its highest vibration. Aquarius loves to be who they are, right? The opposing sign is Leo. Leo celebrates who they are. Aquarius does less of the celebrating, but I want you to do that. I want you to celebrate who you are. Aquarius just is who it is. It's like, I don't need you to applaud me like Leo wants to be applauded. I don't need you to applaud me. Applaud me. I don't even really need you to appreciate me because I do all that for myself. <laughs> right? So see if you can take on that mentality this Aquarius season. All right, my loves, short and sweet episode, but I hope you got a lot out of it. I used to be a bit befuddled by Aquarius, but... The more I read for Aquarian clients um, and the more I dip my toe into all of the 12 signs, the more I bloody love Aquarius energy. 
If you would like to join me for my astrology course, Celestial Storytelling, we are going to go deep into all of the signs. I'm going to teach you some beautiful language to use to describe them. We kick off on the 4th of March. If you want to take part in level one, um, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode and join me and the bevy of other people from around the world who will be joining me too. I'm so excited to get that started. We're going to have level one and level two in 2024, um, but I'll only be running it once this year. So if you do want to take part in that and you don't want to wait until 2025, I very much recommend jumping on this round. So again, to do that, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode and you can also find more information via that link, including what we will um, learn each week through the eight-week course um, and how it all sort of comes together. If you would like to book in for a natal chart reading, I would love to read your chart for you. Um, you can do that also by clicking on the link in the show notes of this episode. If you've had a natal chart reading with me in the past, but you want to spend some time with me again, we can do that. We can do a transits and progressions reading, which is a really beautiful way to kick off the astrological new year. Um, so if you would like to book yourself in for that, we have a look at the 12 months ahead and what you can expect for the year ahead. There's also a bevy of other types of readings. We can do a love patterns reading, which is really good if you are dating or if you've had trouble dating or if you're in a relationship and you just want to understand yourself from a relationship's perspective a little better. Um, and then if it's your birthday coming up, happy birthday, why don't you shout yourself a birthday treat reading? That's when we have a look at what the tr next trip around the sun looks like for you. All right, my loves, until next moon, it's a Leo full moon. Oh my God, how exciting. Oh, love me a Leo full moon. That's going to be next week. Um, I will be back early in the week with an episode for you on that. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lala, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 